Heart. You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart. What is heart? Heart is running through a return man when the game is on the line. Heart is giving everything you have in practice, day after day. Heart is finding the strength to run down the field one more time when you can barely breathe. The heart in me pumps Husker Red. Hello and welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the Five Heart Podcast brought to you by Coordination.com and hosted on Jittery Monkey Podcast. Yes, this is a proud member of the Jittery Monkey Podcast family. I am one half of your broadcast team. My name is Greg Mahochko and joining me as always is my good friend, my fellow Husker fan, my fellow, he's mine, yeah, not yours, mine, fellow Husker fan, and a long-time broadcast buddy, Mr. Brian, told Brian, just before we were on air, you were talking about something that perturbed you, and uh, uh, I'll let you dive into it, and then I'll, I'll, I'll have my rebuttal. Or not my rebuttal, but m- my example uh, of a similar thing uh, uh, that I saw. So go ahead. If you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, use the code POWERPLAY to get 50% off your Papa John's order when the Dallas Stars play. Anyway, just thought I'd throw the... Promo out. Wait, 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 wait. That's that's any time the stars play. Any, well, in the Dallas, Fort Worth, Austin, or Waco, Papa John's area. Right. So in my area, uh, by the way, this is not what I thought he was going to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but in no, my area, it's said. it's uh, half price if they score three or more goals and win. So I think it's any time they play because well, that's a bunch of crap. It, well, no, 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 no. Think about this. Think about this. The good news is that they ju- uh, the St. Louis now, Blues just beat the Pittsburgh you- Penguins three nothing tonight. So, how often? Oh my God, JD, uh, we're we're recording this on Tuesday night, and I'm watching the Stars in OT, and Jamie Ben has a Rocky Balboa esque shiner on his right eye. Yeah, I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna we're we're gonna track this uh, game in the in the final eleven and a half or so minutes of the third period because uh, the Dallas Stars and, and the team from which uh, they stole the Stars. Minneapolis uh, <laughs> North Stars, they're tied at two goals apiece. They're in overtime, actually. So Okay, so apparently I haven't hit refresh in a while. Eh. Yeah, so. Anyway. Three and three. But, um, no, and this is more a Facebook thing than anything, okay? Okay. So I'm on Facebook. And you always have buddies who get tagged in silly, silly-looking uh, um, posts, you know? You know, something that one person thinks that – they might be interested yeah. in. So then you see, uh, so-and-so was tagged in this, you know, in a commenters. Yeah. We all know what you're talking about, Brian. So, so there's just, there's this video that I keep, I've seen, and I've literally seen it all day. I've seen, it's, it's late at night. I've seen it like one, you know, I've seen this like two, three o'clock. Okay. Coordination. After where this dark. Dude, but, anyway, <laughs> where this dude, you know, can, you know can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Um, can I finish? Um, can I finish? Um, it's this video where this dude made his entire kitchen floor out of pennies. Okay. Yeah, the it's old- a cool thing. And, and I mean, I wouldn't do it with my floor, but you know, YOLO. Um, where the dude puts the pennies down. Was it Tommy? And uh, and uh, Tom- was it Taylor Martinez? I put lacquer or something like that. I, I don't know. Shut up. Well, you said YOLO. Let me finish the story. I figured that was Let me finish the story. Magic. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Let me finish the story. Anyway. 
Um, and, and you get something where your buddy's tagging it, then you have another friend tagging it, and you keep seeing, and you, and you, even though you have it like, you know, on tops on most recent set of top stories, which thanks to Facebook. Um, oh look, this person's tagging it. This person coming, and you see it like twenty times. Okay, and then you get to the point you're like, I'm tired of this conversation. I'm tired of seeing this video pop up on my top side when I don't care about it. You know. It, and you want to label it as fake news, but you can't because it's kind of funny. But uh, it finally gets to the point, like, you know, I, I have to hide this because I don't care about this dude dropping $20 worth of pe- $30 worth of pennies on his floor and making a you know floor out of it. I don't care. Here's I the just, thing about that. Cost-wise, yes, it is, it is you know, relatively uh, cost-effective to put pennies down. It looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. I won't tell you that. Nah, it doesn't look cool. It does, you know. But how much time does it take? I mean, realistically. And what's the resale value? Well, it's not even so much resale value. It's let's 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 say a pipe bus. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you so far. Continue. It, it, you got to rip it up and. You know, you're. It's not going to be the same. You're gonna. Are you going to redo the same project? Of course, you're not. Because. No, because at that point you'll move up to nickels. Because <laughs> you'll be a big spender. Buffalo, buffalo quarters. Yeah. Whatever the, buffalo wheat, nickels. wheat pennies. <laughs> <laughs> Coin, coins from showbiz. Oh God. <laughs> that would be anal. Oh man, you'd have to be on the hot for that. Oh, I, but but it, it's more bitch about Facebook's aloe rather because there's a private <coughs> bowling group I belong to. It basically, it teases people because, you know, the, the guy runs it. It's not a jerk. He's not a bad guy, but just it teases people about some of the stuff they do and teases the bowling world and such like that. And I've seen that one just as much as I have the other day. And I finally got the point. I had to hide that too. And it's like, I got the joke when it was funny at one thirty. You know, it's now nine forty. I don't need to see it again and again and again and again and again. And you know, oh, I'm I'm in complete it's, agreement. It's like a it's like, it's like a it's like a movie channel. You don't need to see the movie for the eighth time in seven days. You know, unless you really it's, don't. Unless it's a really good movie, American Gangster. Fair enough. It's been a, yeah. I, yeah, so I haven't seen American hey, Gangster. Guess what time of year it is? Uh oh, uh oh. Stars on a two zero power, two zero break, and turned of away. Of course they don't score on a three zero. Oh my god, you gotta be kidding me! Um, no, my my gripe was going to be similar to your gripe. In the only difference being that I just wish that there was a way to hide political posts. Period, and it doesn't matter which you know side they're coming from. I just want to hide them all. And, you know, I, I want, I want my Facebook feed to look like sports and movies and fun stuff and cute dogs and I don't even care, babies, I don't care, but I'm just sick of the politics. There you go. Yeah, it's going to happen, you know. Oh, we're, I know. We're not I'm not, so. and I'm not trying, I don't say that to infringe on anybody's First Amendment rights, I, I don't say like, that. I just, you know, it if you could, if you can cite me an example of any time that a, a Facebook argument has ever changed somebody, swayed them to to vote to the you know 
against what they had initially planned out, then then I, I'd be interested to hear. But otherwise, it's just a lot of online bickering from keyboard tough guys. It's yeah. Speaking of keyboard tough guys, ooh, our, are we are we finally are we? Today. I was gonna say, are we finally gonna get into uh, some Husker talk? We're gonna talk some Cruton. Cruton, you've been talking Cruton uh, on, on the radio quite a bit. You, let's plug where you've been uh, you know, hanging out at on on oh. the on terrestrial radio, where I'm not even allowed anymore. Right, I've been having a really cool. Um, Every Tuesday at 10.30 local time, I appear at ESPN 1480 with Nick and Greg. Uh, Nick Grigath and Greg Smith, and they're actually pretty good. Nick's pretty passionate, and, you know, Nick's got the passion. Greg's got the, you know, a little bit of the, the hot takey brains part of it. And it's actually a really nice 15, 20 minutes you can spend talking to those guys. So um, they're every Tuesday at ESPN1480.com or 1480am in your Lincoln market, and I'm there. Um, and you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. This is, this is the week and a half that I don't sleep. Um, Much. we're talking right, right, right before the podcast. I'm just going to start injecting mainlining Mountain Dew. <laughs> Wait, and but, to which I, I replied, you know, what you really need is Mountain Don't. No, I need Mountain Dew. No, you coffee's, don't. Coffee's too hot for my blood. Too um, what? It's going to be, it's going to be an interesting little last week plus. Of uh, of recruiting, recruiting news. Got a couple guys picking National Signing Day, and, and you know everybody gets freaked out about National Signing Day picks because you know they never want to be embarrassed, quote unquote, on live TV. And I get where Nebraska fans say that. That being said, the way the staff plays the game and the way the staff recruits, they recruit to the final second, and you're going to have to just live with it because you're not going to win every battle. On signing day, your hat's not going to be paled all the time. Think about this. Think about this. Nebraska has 22 spots, okay? Um, and I have to give it out a little bit. But the amount of spots that they have to the amount of um, offers they've given out is pretty god dang mind-boggling. Okay, you know, how many Nebraska, you know how many offers Nebraska has out this year? More than 22. 280. Holy crap. Now, now the stupid question coming in, so forgive me. What happens if, let's say, we don't even have to say 200. Let's say like 100 of these kids were like, Nebraska, that's where I'm going to sign. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit. We better build another dorm. <laughs> um, is, is that when the coaches have to use their discretion and pick essentially their 22 best? Or I mean, it seems. Only a, for a, Alabama. Um, right, but but what, I guess what what I'm saying though is, it seems bad form, and, and because I'm so ignorant on on the uh, recruiting world, uh, you know I'm, I'm sure it happens elsewhere. But essentially, you've got 200 offers out there, and you can only sign 22. <coughs> At some point, you got to be like, hey, sorry, uh, sorry, Alex, you you're not well, we're not gonna have a spot for you. Okay, let's 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 play the game. Okay, right. You offer you offer a kid because you see his film. Mm-hmm. You offer a kid because you see his huddle, his a YouTube. You you see watching one kid, and you see another. Okay, maybe it's a camp um, or something like that. I mean, maybe it's a camp. You're right. Um, and and at camp, you know, film films are one thing, but the camps 
you know, if you, if you get offered or don't get offered to camp, you, you pretty much know how the what the staff thinks you do then. Um, Pecking order. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use example. What's an example? Brett Kittrell, kid from uh, kid from Nebraska. Um, was was camped with Nebraska twice. He's from Ashton Green. Was defensive tackle. Now Nebraska needs some defensive tackles. Okay. Um, <coughs> it's it just the honest god truth. Nebraska, he camped in Nebraska twice. Didn't get an offer after both. Okay. Um. Borderline three-star player. He's he's not physically bad. He's six four two eighty, but they just didn't look for him. You know, for that. Okay. So he gets he has one. Okay, he has one power five offer. Okay. One power five offer. And he he um and he committed to, it, and that was Minnesota. And I remember the whole thing. Sam McEwen, oh, what did he see in Nebraska? Well, he didn't see it with, you know, Nebraska didn't see it, but I guess what, Iowa didn't see it. Iowa State didn't see it. But at some point, um, you know, the kids see the writing on the wall and they take, you know. Yeah, well, he decommitted from Nebraska. Okay. Um, he decommitted from Minnesota, I'm sorry. Decommitted from Minnesota um, when P.J. Flux showed up. Hmm. And that's not abnormal. Um, shootout started. Star scores the first one. Um, Palmaville. <laughs> hey, hey, Palmaville, hey, stay, stay, stay on task. Palmaville scores one one. Anyway, um, so I'm going really to ask has, you to turn off that hockey game. You, you're going to kiss my big butt. Anyway, um, he's got one power five offer. Okay. Um, he has a couple decent group of five offers. Um, biggest one being Central Florida, the Scott, the Scott Frost Troll. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you say troll? Yes, troll. <laughs> there was only reason. There's only reason Scott Frost was coming in to do it. So, um, so all of a sudden, you think, well, is he? You know, let's say Guy Thomas leaves. Let's say you know Porsche leaves. Porsche has left. Let's say. Let's say because Nebraska offered. Well, you know, a week ago, a week to go in signing day after you've been. Looking at kids for the better part of two years, you're not a big target if you're not offered right now. Okay, but the point of the point about the offers is this: the point is you offer kids to get their attention. Okay, you DM kids, you offer kids, you know, you have them camp and everything like that. So, out of every 22, you know, 22 spots, 280 offers. So, what's that? One every you can let's, let's just one, keep it one, simple. One say one out of ten. Thirteen. Thirteen. Right, fine, whatever. That sounds fair. So one out of every thirteen kids you offer are going to sign with you. Okay. Um. I mean, there's a process to it, and you got to realize every, you know, every other, you know, most of these kids have a really good idea of what they want to do, mm-hmm. where they want to go. They have six, seven schools they want to go to. Um. The object is to a get the kids that want to go to your school, but b also get the kids that you know get kids interested that you want to them go. So, I mean, are there offers that are legit? Um, yeah, there are. I mean, Gabby was a real offer. Uh, there's a lot of kids in Nebraska. One, Stephen Carr, running back, 
Kylan Hill was really big early in the process. He went to Mississippi State. Nathan Tilfer, they learned a foot from Arizona still. Um, and then there's offers from kids that if they get their sh- shit straight, a la Jalen Bradley, you know, from the Bellevue kid, mm-hmm. um, you get the offer. Now, are you going to win all these battles? You know, you, you got to decide from those offers who you're going to go to the battle with. And that's probably – 100 110 kids through the whole cycle i mean not all at once but through the whole cycle okay there are ones you're gonna win ty john Lindsay, you're gonna win the oh ooh, I'm, I'm glad you brought ty john Lindsay up you're gonna win the calvins you're not you know you're not gonna win every battle and that's just the way it is Let, let's talk a little bit about mr Lindsay. uh okay. bishop gorman high school las vegas uh, I don't know if you read the article that was shared in our Slack conversation today about from Cleveland.com uh, about uh, you know how he's you know once a Buckeye always a Buckeye even though he's decommitted from Ohio State and you know committed to Nebraska a day or two later um, and and he he had some things to say in the little video interview part that they had there that would lead a random casual passerby like myself. Um, to perhaps get the, get the idea and the notion in my mind that maybe after he decommitted some Ohio State fans, you know, went took to social media and gave him a hard time about it. Um, but you know what? I, I guess my my confusion, not so much from uh, Mr. Lindsay, but from Cleveland dot com, is that he's not always a Buckeye. He he's in fact never a Buckeye and Cleveland.com needs to get their head out of their stinkhole ass. <laughs> okay. Um, Cause it's Cleveland. My, it's the mistake by the lake. My, my argument to this is this. Ari was there when Lindsay decommitted. Okay. And he probably wrote the article when Lindsay was committed to, to Ohio state. And it's something like, and you're, and you're kind of going after a quote-unquote narrative, and it's not a bad narrative. It's not wrong with the Tate, you know, Tate Martell and that like that. But Nebraska's done pretty well at Gorman. I mean, they got um, they got Tajon there. They got Nick Gates there a couple years back. Um, it, it, there, there's something there to be said about that. So I, I get what he's writing. I don't. I mean, necessarily you don't agree with it, obviously, but you get what he's trying to say. <laughs> I mean, uh, my 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 point of emphasis again is, you know, there. I understand, you know, that the the journalist there believes that Tajon Lindsay was the the way in for this quote unquote Bishop Gorman pipeline to Columbus, which I may or may not agree with, but to say that he's a Buckeye is just point blank false. Because he's not. He's a Husker. I mean, it, it seems... Well, it seems, he hasn't signed signed yet, but well, I mean, going to be a Husker, yeah. You understand, but within a week, he will have submitted his LOI to come to Lincoln, play football. Now, as we've said several times over the years, it doesn't make a hill of beans until they actually step on campus. But... Hill of beans... Yeah, brought that one back, right? Hill of beans. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. Um, Smithers, Smithers, go out to the hill of beans and get the peasants to stop 
stop throwing things at us. You know what? If you were here, I would throw a shoe at you. I'm drinking Mountain News. Kiss my butt. How, how'd the hockey game finish? They lost, you bastard. Oh. Why, why do you think I was F-bombing it in the middle of your answer? <laughs> I, I had an idea. Um, that's good. That, I mean, that's not good, I guess, that they lost per se, but at least now we have your undivided attention. No, you don't, but anyway. Um. So off of Lindsay, off of Lindsay. Okay. Yeah. Well, and he brings up a kind of a, a greater topic is when when a recruit, and it doesn't matter who the recruit is. I guess to an extent it does because if if it's a you know one star or low two star recruit and they're decommitting from a Wyoming Tech prep, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just make it. But you know, but when 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 a, a recruit decommits from a school, especially this late, I mean, what, at this point, it, it, does Nebraska on their board? Do they have guys who, even if maybe they haven't been on the radar previously, if it's a big enough name and a good enough talent, do they try to swoop in and and make a play for them, or, or are they pretty well set with the guys that are on the board? I think you're pretty well set at this point of the time. Yeah, you're gonna you're you're set with. Um, you're trying to guy. wrap up. You're trying to wrap up the the guys that are. You know that that you've been maybe talking to who are still, maybe but there have been some, uh, and, and uh, Lindsay's uh, a perfect example. There have been some who committed elsewhere previously, and then decommit. Like I said, this was unexpected from Ty John Lindsay because it was you know, second week of January, uh, you know, three weeks out or so from uh, National Signing Day. I wonder what caused that switch, you know? I mean, I don't Um, have that answer. I haven't read that answer. I got a really good answer. Okay. For Tajon to go from Ohio State to Nebraska. And this is something, and and I'm going to bag the old staff. I don't give a rat's ass what you say about it. The old staff was really not good at keeping relationships through the cycle. Okay. Well, the and old staff, talking, I mean, the, uh, and I, I'm not trying to interrupt you, but the old staff had a mentality you can't recruit to Lincoln also. so They did. You know, no direct flights, all that shit, da-da-da, you know. But here's my point. The old staff would move on. You know, they wouldn't call kids. It wouldn't DMs, slide the DMs, text, whatever like that. Something you noticed with um, the staff, and you noticed with Lindsay. Hopefully, you noticed with the Calvin. Um, hopefully, you noticed with Lenore. I don't think, I don't think Lenore's going to happen. You're going to notice it with Blades. You're going to notice it with hopefully Raftel and everything like that. Is that Nebraska sticks to it? You know, and and, and this is something that we've talked about with Keith Williams, um, even through. You know, he he cares about players no matter where they go okay and it's a good thing to see it's a refreshing nice cool thing to see you know he stayed with Tajon. he stayed with jameer you know he stayed with Tajon even though he announced with grimes he stayed with um he stayed with calvin even after the u.s army america fiasco um we don't speak of that day well we're gonna speak of the day because you know, it, 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 if if Jameer Cowan lands in Nebraska, 
you're going to forget about that day. That's true. Point blank. And you don't care. And you kind of remember Foster and you realize Nebraska wasn't, you know, was was second for Foster. And it, Well, let me, let me ask you this. Time, you brought him up. Anyway. You get, you get to pick one, one or the other. You go uh, Jameer Calvin or Foster Serrell? Fucking take Foster Serrell. Nine times out of ten. I'm just that, that's what I'm just asking. Because Foster Serrell's going to start a right tackle for Nebraska. Mm-hmm. The absent first day he's on campus. You move Nick Gates to left tackle. You put Foster at right tackle. When Nick Gates leaves, whether it be his freshman or sophomore year, you put Foster when he gets a little beefier and a little taller at left tackle. That's fine. I mean, that's I, that's I, that's I anticipated you to to, to no respond. Okay. Well, that's an absolute no brainer. Well, it's late, and you're keeping me up past my bedtime, and so my brain's not working. Foster's one. Of, Foster's a top ten kid in, in the in the whole damn year. But not his, not his position, not the state of Washington. The top ten period. Top ten in the country. Yeah. Period. Now, in a perfect world, you take both, but well, it is right. what it is. Right. Um. And and that's Foster Cheryl has. With, with proper development, he has first round capability. Oh yes, yes, he's, he's got first round capability no matter where he goes. Right, right. Well, yeah, but but I mean, an eighteen year old freak of nature, and 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 Foster, if you're listening, man, I mean that is 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 a compliment, you know. But the things that he can do on the field, he's not listening. Well, okay, he he might be listening, you know. Uh, but uh, um, if he can. You know, if if he went to a, a place where you know his growth plateaued, Stanford, no, no, no. Although, I'm I'm I'm, I'm 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 being hypothetical. I'm not. I'm like you know, throw out where he's committed to. But let's say he went to Idaho. Like I said, completely <laughs> random. Uh, but you know where where he he didn't have that opportunity. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm getting off on a tangent. Let's move on. Uh, so anyway, uh, Jameer Calvin, and continue. <laughs> but Calvin, the one thing I'd say about Calvin's recruitment and, and kind of why I'm hoping they get Brian Thompson or something, Nebraska's really kind of loaded up on receiver. They need to reload on receivers, yeah. But, man, we got some short kids. At receivers, and, and I don't mean like short as in like, you know, five three superstars. I'm talking, you know, Lindsey's five nine. Okay, um, Keyshawn Keyshawn's the tallest, a bunch of six one. McQuitty is just a hint under six. What you're okay. saying is that we have a bunch of future slot backs for the New England Patriots. Well, we have we have a bunch of we have a bunch of inside guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, and that's fine. I mean, it's not like it's the worst thing in the world. Okay, well, we don't but, have that Alonzo Moore. Well, I don't even think Alonzo's tall. He's tall six he three, six four. Was he? I'll, you you keep talking. I'll double check. I mean, the tall. You know, let, let's look at our tight ends. Let's say we hit Rothel, right? Rothel is six seven for a tight end. Austin Allen is tight end six eight. Okay. Alonzo um, Moore, 6'2". He's 6'2"? Wow. I didn't think he was that tall. 
Mm-hmm. You know, let's, we hit Calvin. Calvin's five nine and a half. Okay, Onomobi is going to be six one. The kid they want, they, if you want really tall, the kid you want is uh, the Thompson kid. Thompson's kid's like six. Brian, Th- Brian Thompson's like six three. Um, yeah, he's six three. Um, well, Lenore wants to play both ways. Okay, he's five ten. So, you know, we need a little height, you know, per se. And and I'm not saying that we got short kids or anything like that because the the tight ends kind of take away from that because we got some tall ass tight ends. But wide receiver, you do kind of need a little bit of height. When we look, you know, and I, I want to try to trying to figure out the best way to ask this question. When you think of prototypical tall wide receivers, who do you think of? Because like my my first go to would be like a Calvin Johnson. Uh, uh, you mean like a Nebraska or just total? Uh, total. I mean like like guys who, you know, had success at the next level. Uh Randy uh, Moss was tall, he was about six five, wasn't he? Fitzgerald's pretty tall. Fitzgerald, uh Des Bryant's pretty tall, if I remember correctly. I don't think he's as tall as you think. I think he's like six two. Okay. Six two. So I mean um, Fitzgerald's six three. Um uh, Say, how about this? How about like a purify? There you go. <laughs> Des is 6'2. How about a Mo Purify? He was probably a, what, 6'3, six, 6'4? Six, I think he was taller than that. Yeah, 6'3, okay. So, I mean, are, are they playing bigger? I mean, Cal- Calvin Johnson, how tall is Calvin Johnson? You look, I'll look, we'll see who gets there fast, first. Calvin Johnson, 6'5. Six five, okay. I mean, so I mean, that's not. I mean, you you don't think that when that's you're, you're going against, when you're going against DBs that are five ten five eleven, okay. But it seems like Nebraska schedule is not allowed <laughs> DBs to be five ten five eleven. They <laughs> typically have some height on them. Um. Yeah. I like, mean, like Stanley John Baptiste, he 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 had some good height on him. I mean, he was originally wide receiver, right? But then he switched sides. He had a nice interception. In a game against Ohio State, it was quite. The reason quite Nebraska won Randall Grimes because Randall Grimes is six four. Yeah, you know, how tall was Quincy Nunwa? Or was I mean I guess is present tense would work as well. Nunwa uh, is six two. Okay, he looks tall at six two. Damn, he looks tall at six two. Way taller six two. Let's let's see what's on the roster. But he that? but but Anunwa was one who because of his upper body strength, he, I think he was able to play quite a bit bigger than his height. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, he he's pretty wide, which, so, which is not a bad thing. No, I mean he he had I and if you don't remember, I mean, and obviously the NFL will will add some muscle to you as well. But he he was a strong kid when he when he wore the the scarlet and cream so um but yeah all right. i mean all right here's a comparison saying this is why i talk about tall wide receivers okay mm-hmm. here's wide receivers for nebraska ready i'm ready okay stanley morgan six one i was gonna say about six six one brandon riley's JD probably Spielman. about six three J.D. Spielman. No, no, we're talking. We're talking what we have, not what we had. Right, but I'm for comparison. J.D. Spielman, who's fastest ever living in hell. 
Uh, I would say probably 5'11". Okay, Spielman. 5'9". Ooh, okay. Keon Williams, Keith Williams' son. I can't remember Five if I'm ten. supposed to be guessing or if you're just telling because there are long pauses and I'm confused. Uh, you, 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 can, you can guess. Okay. 5'10". In that case, I won't Demorne go to Huskers.com. DPEs. Morning, Pearson. I'm going to say 5'11". How long? How tall? 5'11". Try 5'9". Okay. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sensing a theme here. Is we can't get one six foot or more. <laughs> so so the tallest the tallest wide receiver is 6'5". On, on the roster. Tight end? That is Lincoln East's pride and joy, Brian Reamers. Huh. The next two tallest receivers are six. Well, the one, the redshirt freshman kid, Neil Smith, is 5'6'3". Then you got Connor Young at 6'2". Um, Brett Clausen, 6'2". Zach Tarnot at 6'2". Okay. But, let's, let's no offense take, to Reamers, okay, now, but he's not going to, I mean, unless something ridiculous now, happens, can't expect him to, you know, take over the receiving core. I mean, next year, correct. I would say, yeah. w- would you, who, who would you say the receiving core leader would be next year? Would it be DPE or Stanley Morgan? I, would, I think Stanley. I, I, I think they both have capability, but I think we saw a little bit more from Stanley because of, of the, you know, kind of carryover um, injury bug for that hit DPE again. So now, now, now we talk about tight ends, right? Raftal six seven. Okay. Wait, did you say six ten? Austin Allen, six seven. Okay. Austin Allen six eight. Right on the roster, the tallest tight end is six five between Matt Snyder and Connor Kettner. And then Jack Stoll six four, Hollenstein six four, Angel Hop six three. Okay. Now, why does that matter? Let's look at the defensive backs. Okay. The tallest cornerback of the whole bunch. Two guys at six three. One walk on Reed Carroll. The other one, probably the best cornerback back there, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Six two. You got one kid at Dismook. Okay. A couple kids at six one. You got Boaz six one, Kalua six one, Eric Lee six even. Chris Jones, 6 even. 5'10 is um, Tweedy's favorite player, Boodle. <laughs> DiCaprio Boodle. And then that's it because think about it. There's no DBs right now coming in for Nebraska. They're probably that they have be, right now. That's why they want Blades. That's, that's probably why, why they, they want Blades it. real bad. And they Blades is 6'2. Lenore is kind of short, 5'10, we've said. but our, our, Is Blades, is, is he a red shirt? Or is he um Blade maybe, Senior. Hmm? Blades the kid that visited last week that's a Florida league right now. Right, but We're I mean is, is he um is he someone you redshirt or or is maybe maybe not redshirt, but is he someone who as a freshman next year would see the field? I think you lean to redshirt him if you stay healthy. Okay. And I say this and I'll say this why you're not sitting Chris Jones unless he's hurt. Right. Jones is just good enough to not play. I think Kalu's kind of a liability, but I, the problem is Kalu's not the first guy. If Kalu goes out at the corner, you're putting in Jackson. Okay. 
it, See, it's and, to the point and, where Jackson's probably going to start. And you but say that Kalu's, throw- you say that Kalu's a liability, but I thought he showed a lot of progression from his sophomore to his junior years, and I, I said that earlier this week, and and I'm excited to see what another year. Now, granted, he he's got a new um, you know, DBs coach. He's on his third DB coach since he's arrived in Nebraska. Agreed, but D. Williams, man. Just well, if it's a if it's a cornerback choice like they had Brian Stewart for the bowl game, yeah. Think about it. So, just saying. So, yeah, I, I would kind of like to see Kalu in a nickel spot. I think he'd be really good at the nickel corner. But who knows how they're going to do that? Who's the last great nickel that that Nebraska employed? Now, I don't want to say employed, but um, I'm trying to think of the words. Yeah, yeah, Go. that's that's what I thought. And and you know he went and played a little bit on Sundays as well. Um, I mean it, it, it's a possibility. You know you can always throw that extra DB in there. Yeah, but Goes is kind of an interesting thing because he was kind of a hybrid linebacker. And he's just why he was just athletic big enough to just get away with that. And let's face it, Josh is not. I'll say this though, while we're talking nickel and hybrids and uh, uh, and you know more defensive schemes, if you haven't yet, go download and listen to the Big Red Cobcast from. Uh, I don't think I think it was last week. Uh, with uh, Ryan Reuter of Corn Nation, who is our our decoding the you know decoding uh, Langsdorf or decoding uh, the defense kind of go to guy, and man, that that's a solid solid conversation that he had with uh, Ryan and Pat. And so, go y'all check. are gonna love him this summer. Oh, it, the the he thing actually right this time this summer. The things that that he's going to bring to uh, the table. If you haven't checked out his his decoding posts, yeah, they're they're long, but man, they're in depth and there's some solid solid uh, work. And and the guy knows his stuff. Um, so check out that episode of uh, the Big Red Cobcast and all episodes of the Big Red Cobcast. I, I was listening earlier today to the uh, Eric Warfield interview, uh, so they got some good stuff over there as well. So shout out to those guys, our good friends. So. Um uh, so I mean, so okay, wh- where would we like to backtrack? Because every time I go somewhere, now tell me this. <laughs> now answer this question. Um, we're gonna get some really bad comments. You guys go all over the place. I don't per se. Jameer Calvin. Tell me, Jameer. What about Jameer Calvin? I don't know. I I interrupted. Uh, his. You're, you're talking about him to bring up Foster Sarah. I don't know if he's a Husker at the other day. Let's let's talk about this. Let's get away from specific individuals. Um, we we mentioned it before. National Signing Day is this upcoming Wednesday, February first. In your day, with your and you said you know coffee is a no go for you. So your uh, IV drip of Mountain Dew will begin at about five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yes, and, I will be up. I will actually have stuff the day before. Um. I remember last year we had, there was a kid that was going to visit Nebraska, and he announced to Colorado at four in the morning or something like that, and that's what I woke up to, and we went up from there. Yeah. Um, I'll start the day before. I'll have the story stream on the site front and center. Um, there's a couple different ways to watch us. We'll be posting everything on our Facebook page, Corn, 
you know, look for Coronation on Facebook. We post everything. Everything we post on the site is on that page. Um, you can get text alert, although I, I'm not really going to head on the text alerts too much this year. I, um, I got to say, though, that the text alerts are, are, are fun for me. Um, you know, they we I, I get them, you know – the, what's nice about the text alert, and maybe maybe National Signing Day is not the best day for it because you know, like I got the notification. Now, obviously, there had been mention of it in, in you know whispers and rumors and such, but uh, like the uh, the tragedy last summer with Sam Foltz, I got you know it, it, for really big announcements. I really like the text. So now now that I've laid it all out, I've kind of talked talked myself and therefore talk to you out of doing the text messaging thing on national signing day. So continue, uh, Facebook, Twitter, of course, I'll probably do a Facebook live here and there. Um, in the slow the period, goal, the, the, the goal is to tell you, about, have a post about every single player that Nebraska signs. Um, we will do the, our, one of our most popular posts of the year is the walk-ons preferred walk-on thread. And we really kind of wait till Nebraska announces that to do it. Reason being, um, it, it's not that we don't want us, you know, if your kid's going to, and this actually happened last year where, you know, I, I like to only kind of announce what Nebraska announces on something like that because if something gets on, you know, if somebody says something and it ends up not being true, you get a little grumpy. Why'd you put this on the air? You're lying. This is fake news. Uh, alternative facts. da 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 da. No, they don't oh, say God. that, but that's what they will say. Speaking um, of fake news, uh, did you hear that Creighton's got uh, a football stop team? Stop doing that. Stop doing that. <laughs> Speaking of fake news, Greg Minhosh got a heart. Anyway. Um, Aww. Hey, did you know that no, I could give I a kidney anyway, away and still be okay? <laughs> I'm sure. Anyway. Um, but we'll, we'll have all that stuff. And I know Pat Jansen loves to do his little whole – um, running uh, press conference diary. He did that with Bob Diaco, and it was actually kind of funny. Although, although what's kind of funny is, you know, the fa- Facebook crowd doesn't get the whole running diary thing. And, and I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm just saying that because a couple of guys, you know, it, and this goes back to the original Facebook thing where you just kind of look at, kind of look at headlines and, oh, I like the headline. Okay, and then I don't read the piece. Right. You know, and it drives you, it kind of drives you nuts is what we do because. We kind of, you know, the whole thing is we want you to come over and look at the piece. Yes, it's a click, and it is. You can use whatever click. You can say clickbait and crap like that. But at the end of the time, we want you to come to the site. We want you to read what's on the site. We want you to interact with everybody on the site. And that's, you know, I think that makes it a bit healthier. You know, we want everybody to comment on the pieces. We want everybody to read the pieces. We want everybody to feel free about commenting on, you know, on the project itself. You know, and granted, if it gets off the rails, we'll bring it back onto the train tracks, but. You know, that's what we want you to do. So I would say um, that as far as you know, clickbait sites go, coronation is not one, and that's not me being biased. But you know, there's there's always some valid content. You know, after you click the link, and so to everybody who takes the time to read beyond the headline, uh, I uh, please pr- thank, thank you, God, thank you. Yeah, and for everybody who you know will will be that that hero for the masses and click the link first and copy and paste and say, save you a click and put everything, which I don't think that happens on coordination that much, but it does on other sites. It doesn't Um, happen. New York times. It happens a lot. Anyway. Yeah. Well, um, so, and and one thing that's also nice about coordination is it's all, all the content's free. 
Yeah, you don't have to pay for it. There's no paywall. There's no there's no Premium try content. us for thirty days or buy one month, get eighty four free. And <laughs> now listen when I say this, when I say that, if if you like the stuff like on two four seven, which we partner a lot with, if you like the stuff on Scout, if you like the stuff on Rivals, we're not gonna tell you not to go there and spend your money. Okay. Honest to goodness. Because if because let, let's be honest, we do this for fun. We do this for beer money. We don't even do it for beer money. We probably do it for Mountain Dew money. I, I do it for kicks and grins, man. I, I don't I don't I don't even drink ski anymore to to benefit from that. And that's your that's your loss. But anyway, you know the, those guys, Chapers, the Klauses, the Josh Harveys, you know they they pay mortgages with that. Okay, you know, it, it's not really a bad thing. I'm a member of two four seven. Um, now. And I'll tell you this: If you never clicked one of my recruiting things, I'm never going to give you premium info on that. Um, I'll dance around it. I'll give you the gist, but I'm never going to give you the actual info because, to me, that's the that's stealing, that's taking their hard work and claiming it for myself, which I guess is a form of plagiarism. And I don't dig that. I don't. And it, it's happened to me too, where I've put on some stuff that I've learned from people, because um, I do end up learning some stuff i don't i'm not like this insider dude i'm not i'm not klaus who can break stuff you know nate does a great job and Schaefer does a great job and brunts does a great job um but i do get it every every once in a while i get a bone you know and, and i've had people do that to me and it, it's it's not fun it's not fun Greg, it's funny Greg thinks it's cool that my stuff gets stolen no no so, I, I i i went immature with something else so um don't um, don't worry about me um, um the listener knows. They know. The listener knows? The listener knows why I was laughing. Why are you laughing then? I can't say it. Say it. Because you said occasionally you get a bone. <laughs> All right. I think that's about time to end the show. <laughs> if you'd like to host, the, um, I almost said the tasseling the Oscars. Holy crap. If you'd like to host the Five Hour Podcast, Send a resume and show that you can't laugh like a 13-year-old. <laughs> and you have five parts. Uh, <laughs> Views of the host do not necessarily reflect those of Coordination.com, SB now, Nation, or any of its subsidiaries. <laughs> now, um, I will give a... Uh, yeah, moving on. I, I, will, I, will give a, I will give a heads up to the <laughs> listeners. It's, next week's probably won't be to like... Saturday. Yeah, we could probably do a late week episode next yeah, week. Yeah, we like record Friday night because I think Wednesday, Brian's going to be tired. I, probably. If if, know, if it's, history it's not, it's if history so is to repeat itself, then yeah, you're going to be sleepy. It's it's not so much that the starting early part. It, it's really not the starting early part. I can live with that. Okay, it's the starting early, not finishing till one in the morning. No, it's not even that because oh. everything's done. In a perfect world, it's all done by noon. Wow. Okay. In the perfect world, everything's all done by noon. The, the LOIs are in, and we can do that and everything like that. The kicker is – you know what the kicker is? The kicker is between noon and usually Mike Riley's presser is like 3 o'clock. And you're like, well, you don't want to miss anything, so stay awake. And, oh, wow, the buzz of that Mountain Dew's kicking off, and you don't really want to drink anymore because – then you get like you know sugar loaded and after the so, press conference and you want to sleep 
And then I got to go to, you know, my real job. Yeah. And then I'm like, I get home and I'm like, <clears throat> if I count to 10 sheep, I'll be asleep. And you don't make it to two, you know. Nice. But th- but then, and I don't know if this happens to you, but it happens to me a lot. I get so tired, I can't sleep. I've had that happen. I, I like, miraculously find myself still awake. Actually, it was last week, the, the night that we recorded last week, and all of a sudden, I look at the clock and it's two in the morning. And I'm like, it feels like it's seven in the evening and I've got three more hours to stay awake. That sucked. That drives, that drives you nuts. Yeah. Because you're like, well, if I just stay quiet, I'll fall asleep. If I just stay quiet, I don't think about anything. And 10 minutes later, you're wondering why at 13 you asked Cindy <laughs> Hopper out behind the behind the, the Tasty Freeze. Wait, you, know, why, you, why you knew you Cindy too? Out? <sighs> All right. I'm getting a little loopy. It's getting late. And I'm starting to really aggravate you, Ryan. Brian. Well, the show is silly. <laughs> I, I thought you wanted to get your final thoughts. All right, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to get final thoughts without interrupting you once. Such a liar. Okay. Um, 30 seconds, final thoughts. Nebraska is going to win some battles on National Sunday Day. They won't win all of them. Don't be discouraged when they lose a few. If Nebraska can go, let's say, five of seven, that is a huge, huge win. Nebraska probably finished in the top 16, 17 in the – in the nation, a top 20 class is not bad. Not bad at all for Nebraska. Without without getting into a deep you know, conversation again, but in the last five, ten years, what's the best recruiting class ranked that Nebraska has pulled? I want to say like 25th. Okay. So 23rd, 23rd, 25th, something like that. So it's, it's been a good long time since they had a top 20. It's been a while, and I think I think Bo's best class was like twenty second, twenty first. Okay, right. and I'm talking like I'm talking composite. I'm not using a just one service. service. I'm talking right. completely composite. Okay, so See? some some services will have them higher, some services will have them lower. Right, um, some services you should pay attention to. Uh, well, there's one service I know you shouldn't pay attention to that has four letters out of Bristol. Um, just 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 our average, just average it. All right. Well, that that was a very nice, serious way to end the episode, which I think we all needed. Breath of fresh air and let it out. And we'll see you next week after National Signing Day here on the Five Heart Podcast. For myself, Greg Mahochko, and Brian Toll, we remind you this week and every week, the Five Heart is all the heart you need. Go Big Red. Get some sleep. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.